Welcome to the Community Champions podcast. I'm Zoe McEwen, Community Manager and Strategist. And today I am chatting with someone who I first met online and actually we've met in person quite a few times. And I would say that she never fails to make me smile, which is what you're exactly doing now, beaming smile. Uh, I've spoken to lots of people and talked about how personality is something which really drives the community to come back and return and personality is something that you have in oodles and and people will will feel that coming from you um when we talk in a minute but i've got a little task i want people to stay for at the end of today that that's kind of come out of everything that i was reading when i was doing some research on you and uh your brand and and everything that you stand for so thank you very much i want to introduce uh everybody to victoria Do you want to just introduce yourself a little bit and say who you are, Victoria? Of course. So thanks so much for having me on here, Zoe. Um, I'm always smiling. I'm always smiling. But um, yes, so my name is Victoria Dio. I am a healer and I use my heal method to create life design strategies for female leaders so that they can fall in love with their life again. Perfect. You've got that nailed. Love it. It's take it's taken a while to just hone it in, but yes, that's pretty much what what will I do? And and you say it's taken a while to hone it in. One of the things that I've got written down is that actually mm. you do loads of stuff. So like when I was yes. doing some research on you, you 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 do a lot. You have a lot of different parts to your business and how you help people. And so often we're told to just niche, 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 you know, so that you get a following, you build your audience, you can grow, get a tiny niche as you can and get really, really clear on what you do. But your brand is called Manifestation Kitchen. And and there's so many parts that go into that, like you talk kind of like a recipe. Have you, you know, was that conscious? Have you struggled with that? Have you thought I should just do one thing? I should just niche or how does that work for you? It's that's a really good question to be fair because when I so when I went into business initially, I I didn't even see it as going into business. I just discovered that I could create um, an amazing food brand. That's where I started off with, and I started to make pepper sauces, and they became quite well known. And I started to sell them. Now I didn't know much about business, but I had a fantastic product and brand which Mm. you know I I got invited onto the ideal home show ideal home show Christmas like I was quite well known in the food industry and and I knew that that was my zone of genius that was quite clear but then as my life evolved it became quite clear that I had a healing gift that I'd been ignoring and that turned my life completely upside down. So when I started leaning into my healing job and helping people not only to heal physically and mentally, but also to manifest the life that they desire, I, it, it, I, I, didn't, I couldn't even imagine leaving the food behind because that was my zone of genius. And, yes. and it, was, it, it was more around what felt right for me, what was aligned to me. And whilst I believe that, yes, we should niche down, most of the most successful people on this earth have broken the rules. Yeah. <laughs> and, they've not gone with, and they've not gone with the crowd. So 
I sat down and decided that I would blend everything together. And that comes with having a great branding um, expert working with you um, who can look at it from a place of, rather than try to squeeze everything in, what is, what is, what's, what's true? And what was true was that I had created an abundant life, lost it, Lost, lost the material aspects of that life, yeah. and then manifested even a better, an even better life. And the ingredients that were crucial to that better life included food and healing. And manifestation is just one of the elements of that healing, which is why, um, thanks to the incredible Lisa Johnson, uh, we created the Heal Method, uh, which does include the healing, the food. Um, you know, the love aspects, the life design and so much more. Yeah, no, you're right. Because ultimately people come to you because of you and Mm. all the different parts of everything that you've learned through all of your different journeys of of parts of your business to to where you are now. And and they want a slice of that, don't they? You know, that's that's kind of what they... Yeah, and I like the way you say a slice of that because... Not everybody comes to me for everything. So you'll get people who have manifested a successful business, for example, but they've not connected to their intuition. So they're getting one part of their business. They're not getting the super conscious side of their business. So they're very successful. They're six, seven business owners, and yet they're missing something else. And I come in and I, and I, I, bridge that gap yeah so so people come to me for different slices of the cake and you decide mm. which which slice you want yeah love oh we could we could talk food like <laughs> layers and things like that and um, because <laughs> and it's the same with with a community if we if we just focus on one aspect one part of it you know it mm. it gets repetitive and it's not always the thing that people need. We have to broaden the conversation um, and talk about lots of different elements and lots of different parts of your business and parts of what you've learned, not just repeat one thing. And then we can attract all of the different people who are like, oh, maybe that, maybe it's that that I need. Maybe that thing that's, you know, that they didn't even know um, that they needed or was missing. Again, like a recipe, like when you're tasting something and you're like, there's something missing. There's something missing yeah. from this food, and I don't know what it is. Is it lemon? Is it salt? Is it a bit more spice? What is it? But you're the person that can kind of help them sift through that. So I love how that matches with the the kitchen stuff. So the reason that I really um, sort of now asked you about to come on the podcast was because I'd seen a post where you'd said, uh, "Thank you, thank you to my community. You've really helped me. I love you all." And you did a list of people that you thanked. Um, and that was really lovely. And I thought this person completely understands the relationship that, that her community and her have and how they can support each other and have supported each other. And that's come from you being sort of shut out of your platforms, uh, Facebook and Instagram. And so did you ask your community to help you with that? I did. It, it was quite interesting because when it first happened, so my premise is spend your energy wisely. I talk about it all the time. Spend your energy wisely. So when it happened, my default wasn't to freak out. 
but it happened 10 hours before I was about to launch my paid membership. And, and I literally didn't know what to do apart from just sit and watch and see exactly what the impact looks like. And then I spoke to, I spoke to experts. So again, I contacted Lisa Johnson. I was like, this is where I'm at. What do you suggest? And without even a quibble, she said, send me a copy. I'll share it. And that literally just touched my heart because I know how busy she is, but I know also how busy other business owners are as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people were so supportive, Carol Devaney, um, you know, and others were just like, send me the copy, we'll promote it. My my clients were promoting the work. And I just sat there almost in tears, just watching how there was a ripple effect of me just being vulnerable enough to ask for help. Yeah. And, and, and that completely touched my heart. And... The launch didn't go great, but I made it work. And it also allowed me to really connect with my intuition even more. So that's one of the things that I do. I really help people to connect with their intuition. And I had to go, okay, what's what's true right now? What should I be doing now? Or what's what's obvious now? So I moved everything up to Zoom, got people involved. And people did turn up. It just didn't reach the masses that I wanted it to, but of course it wouldn't because of the blocks that had been put around me. But the one lesson that I got out of this is that your community, if you ask for help, they will support you. There's always somebody to support you. And as I always say about the community that we're in, is that every single time there's a connection, I fall in love with this community over and over again. I just love it. And uh, you have a genuine warmth and happiness and people feel that from you. Um, And it's like when I uh, worked as a wedding planner, people would, you know, planning their wedding and would say, I need somebody to do this or we need to organize. And I would say, is there anybody in your family who could do this kind of thing for you? There were very family orientated weddings I used to organize for people. And they would be like, oh, we could, but we don't really like to ask them. And I was like, actually, people love that. They love that you've thought of them, that you trust them enough, that you want to include them and ask them. They really like that. So it's not a burden to people. People love to have a little special, like, if, if, if I can help, you know, but we we get uncomfortable about that. But actually, it's just one of the nicest ways you can make that bond go, grow stronger. Um, obviously, you know, it has to be genuine. You genuinely would like those people to help you and you and you have a need. You can't overuse it. But um, but that's that's a really great way of of showing them that actually you really respect them and you trust them, too. Yeah. And. The word there is respect and and trust. So when I look at manifestation, you know, a lot of people come to me and go, well, something's missing in my life and I don't have this and I don't have that. And the one question I always ask is, have you asked for it? And they look at me as if I've gone crazy. I'm like, but have you asked for it? Because if you don't ask, you don't receive. And it's one of the reasons why in my membership, I've been talking about manifestation facilitators because I believe that, you can have anything you want. You just need to ask for it. And if you can ask for it in your group or your community, you'll be surprised at how many people 
will either be able to help you get it or connect you to somebody who can. But if you don't ask, you just stay still and you don't progress, you don't evolve, you don't pivot, whatever word you want to use. So making use of your community is really key. And I don't think we, as a group of individuals, capitalise on our communities enough. I agree. I agree. And I think, um, yeah, it just it just shows the bond. If you can think if you're if you're in a whatever it is in a moment and, and, and if you think these people can help me, that's really special. They really like that. So, you know, don't just uh, don't just ignore it. It's, it's a way of, of kind of marking it and recognizing them and um, and bringing them, you know, even closer. So have you ever like online groups, online communities? It, it can be tricky. Have you ever struggled with? sharing you know how much to share of you and and your life and those boundaries around that 100 percent. my my default ego is oh but you 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 always seem as if you've got it together big so you know how much vulnerability do you want to share people and if you share then maybe you're not the experts that you think you are you know that's my default and then i go get over yourself because one People will relate to you if they see that you're struggling. And that used to be me a few years ago. I would never share anything that wasn't working in my life. Um, it, and it wasn't that I was being positive. I just didn't share the downside. Mm-hmm. I was always very upbeat because that's my default anyway. Um, and I just felt as if everything else that I was may have been struggling with was my private business. And what I realized was that people didn't trust me. Um, they were friendly to me, but they didn't trust me because they couldn't relate to someone who had a seemingly perfect life. Um, as soon as I started being vulnerable, people started moving towards me more because they were like, oh, okay, so she is a jovial person. She's got a great personality, but guess what? She also has down days and she also is struggling. And that way I get more of a conversation and I create a better community. So yes, I am. Yeah, because it is the the highs and lows, the light and shade um, that that people notice. If 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 everything in in a community is going along at one pace, at one rate, you know, it's kind of an even keel. People rarely notice. They don't. There's nothing to trigger. Oh, something's happening. So um, if you can share the ups and the downs as well, people come with you on that. And it obviously seems a little bit more real, doesn't it? Because that is what, um, you know, happens in, in real life. And that's where they recognize your ability to do that with them is, is something quite powerful. Um, yeah. I mean, you're, you have a really strong energy, um, and you've obviously worked on that and, you know, your your natural ability to smile and uh, and things like that. And I think people want to be around people that uplift them and yes. be in communities where they are uplifted. Um, and that is definitely a key to something, I think, to your success. Oh, thank you. Um, I don't, I, do you know what? I actually don't think about it, but the more people say it, I go, oh, that's a thing. So years ago, I would walk into a room and you'd see people go, oh, goodness gracious, you know, and they'd walk up and go, that's a lot of energy. 
And I never really understood what they meant. And I used to think it was about my size because I'm a big girl. And I'd be like, oh, maybe they're just talking about my size. The more I leaned into my spiritual work, I got to understand how powerful I was. And now um, I'm very aware of it. So it can either work for you or work against you. So sometimes you get people that just flock towards you and that's the general reaction. Or mm -hmm. you get people just going, literally they just move away from you because they can't handle that much energy. Um, but I'm grateful for it because it does a lot more than act as a party piece because that's yeah. not, it's not that. Um, it does a lot more in the room which is why when I cook for retreats and stuff, I get hired to be put into retreat spaces because my energy does, you know, spread into the environment right. and do healing for people. So but it's taken a while for me to embody. It's taken a, a while for me to accept it and not see it as um, maybe a negative thing or something that I can't handle. But that comes with learning, education, you know, and, and also having great spiritual teachers who can guide you with that energy. Yeah, we definitely need to learn from other people and, and what they yeah. can tell us by looking from the outside in. Um, I think, as you said there, with the community, we use something like your kitchen, your food, your recipes mm -hmm. is, is the starting point. But then um, the energy, as you said, kind of, you know, goes, goes outwards from that. So... I think everybody who's running a community has a common thread of something. The reason that you start the the name of the group, the name of the community, the whatever it is that you've trained for and you feel confident with. Um, but then as we start to share more of the different bits of our lives, and even if it's just, uh, you know, I, I love strong coffee or whatever it is. I don't, but uh, if that's, <laughs> if that's your thing, um, you know, you, you build other connections with people and then they start to get to understand you more. And it's that understanding of, okay, so yeah, Victoria is this lovely ball of energy, but actually she's got so much more going on. And then the, the layers and they get deeper and deeper, but it's up to us to allow them into those next layers, isn't it? And rather than just seeing us as a ball of energy that maybe they don't know what to do with, once they get to know you, it's same with anybody in any relationship. And that's the thing. It's a real relationship. You know, at first talk, you, you, you meet somebody, you speak to them and you think, oh, I don't know, maybe they're not my person. But actually, the more you know about them, the more connections you have, the easier the bond gets. Yeah. And I think that's something to be very mindful because I've had people come up to me and connect the energy rather than the service. And there's nothing wrong with that. But then they've come, to, they've come to the energy and gone, oh, my God, I need to work with you. And then it's taken them a while to understand which cupboard to go into in my kitchen. So um, one of the things in my membership that people are going to see is they have different cupboards to go into. So you can either go into your food cupboard and grab loads of food elements that can help you to heal. Or you can go into the workshop cupboard and see what workshops you can actually connect to. Or you can just go into the healing cupboard and decide what healing you need. So they have different cupboards that they can go into. And I've made it so demystified so that anybody can have a look at it and go, this is what I want. 
this is what I want to go for. Oh, I want a mixture of all. And either way, it will still work, but you get the opportunity and the choice. The choice. You know, two of my core values are integrity and freedom. And having the choice to be able to go into whichever cupboard I want to without somebody saying, no, you can't go into that cupboard, is very important. And that's what people get to experience in my world. I love that. Yeah, choice is really important. It's not something I've talked about with anybody before on podcast. Um, it is really important because um, you're just putting your stuff out there and, and, and it's up to people how they resonate or connect with it. We can't prescribe. You have to do it this way. And, you know, just when I'm speaking to you then and you're describing it as cupboards, I'm seeing that uh sort of you know when you watch tv chefs and they've got all of their little dishes which is of course not how we cook at home but tv chefs have got all of their little dishes with all their tiny little you know and everything's pre-prepared and ready all laid out in front of them and i'm kind of visualizing that that's how you work like we can take a little pinch of this from that pot we can use some of this and you know we can create and, and what we end up with is 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 unique to that person for the choices that they make which is how we should be with a community. I don't think we should be, and some people are, some people are a bit prescribed, like you're in my space, this is how you behave. And I don't love that. I don't love that energy. I'm not somebody that says, um, comment or I'm kicking you out or um, (laughs) engagement posts for engagement's sake. If I've got something to say and I've got something to share, yes, I want to talk to you, but I'm um, I'm not trying to lead the group particularly to behave in a certain way that I need them to behave in so that I feel good about myself and what I do. You know, everybody uses my groups, my communities, however they want. If you just want to listen, if you never want to speak, that's absolutely fine. And, you know, I, I and I think choice is really important. It's not something I've really touched on or thought about before. So thank you for that. No, I was just going to say, if you think about where a lot of us have come from, we've come from a place where at some point choice was taken away from us and which is why we are in the community that we are now and which is why we're delving into having businesses and communities and taking that freedom away from from people even more is not conducive and that's something for all of us to remember that people have moved away from the limitation of freedom and they've created a space where they want more freedom, whether it's their value or not, they want to do things in their own way. So self-imposing your um, power, if that's what you want to call it, onto Mm -hmm. someone is not something that would benefit your space, for sure. Yeah, totally get it. Yeah, it's really important. I'm going to... I don't think more about choice. I think you're right. I think that's opened up a whole... Yeah, we could talk about that for ages. Um, thank you for joining me. It's been, uh, yeah, it's been really interesting for me too to find out more about you. I didn't know we had started with the source. Yes, um, I, did. I did. Yeah, the source yeah. sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope you all of your platforms return and that actually, as you say, you learn something, we all learn something from this and we move on to whatever else the next thing is. Um, there was something that I said I was going to get everybody to do at the end, yes. which uh, came from, yeah, came from you, which is if you have a community, I would love all of you to just do a thank you post. 
just mm-hmm. like Victoria did. And it doesn't, it, it can be, thank you for just reading this post today. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being kind. Thank you for looking after each other. Whatever it is, just a tiny thanks. And I know as a teacher that thank yous are really important. And, and even though it, it's just a small thing, it can really touch people and it means a lot. And people do read and they do um, kind of feel something coming back, even though it's just a written post. So my task for you all today is to just do something that says thank you and um, manifest a bit of happiness in our groups, in our communities, as inspired by Victoria today. So thank you, Victoria, for joining us. It's been thank really you. lovely. Thank, thank you so much for having me. Have fun. No problem. It's been lovely to talk to you.